welcome to the Walking in Purpose podcast, where we teach you how to discover your God-ordained purpose for your life and relationships. And I'm your host, Charles Mwazizo. Now, let's get after it. Hey, fam. It's great to be here again. <laughs> God bless you. How have you guys been? And hey, you know what? I have been led to pray uh, for those who are in need of healing. Uh, those in need of healing in their finances, marriage, relationships, and health. Uh, I would really like to pray for you at this time. I just have this, you know, this deep burden in my heart to uh, just connect with you by faith and to pray for um, healing in any area of your life because there is grace in the house for healing right now. Hallelujah. So why don't you just uh, stretch forth your hand while I pray. Uh, Father, I thank you because I know you hear me. Uh, right now, I pray for a miracle in the lives of everyone listening to me right now. I ask, oh Lord, that you would do what you alone can do and send healing into their lives right away. Uh, send healing to their relationships, into their into their marriage, into their, into their finances, into their health. Lord, I pray for healing. I pray for a release from heaven over your life right now in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Uh, that's a good way to start. I uh, hope you guys are doing great. Um, this is uh, the part four in our series of Arise and Shine. And the title of my message is captioned, Arise and Shine, It is Time for an Experience. Yes, so I'll repeat it. Arise and Shine, It is Time for an Experience. So in our last two episodes, I discussed how God uh, desires that we wake up in every area of our lives. The uh, Bible says in Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1, and I read it says, Get out of bed, Jerusalem. Wake up. Put your face in the sunlight. God's bright glory has risen for you. Some versions will say, Arise, shine, for your light has come. So in this episode, I will be discussing the reason uh, why God wants us to wake up and how we can solve the darkness problem, you know, you know giving us problems in our world today. Uh, just like the scripture says, to wake up, God is not just trying to wake us up so that we can nod our heads uh, while we're still on the bed. You know, as some of us are prone to do, especially me when I wake up in the morning. Uh, he's not just waking up us, you know, he's not just waking us up to just sit on our beds, you know, which can be termed as uh, our comfort zones, you know, trying to figure out the best way to get out of bed. Uh, should I roll out of bed? Should I jump out of bed? Should I? <laughs> so, no, God is not just waking us up to do nothing or to idle away time. When God says, wake up, he is doing it because he has an end goal in mind. And that end goal is to wake up for an experience. Just like in my last, my last, in our last two episodes, I was discussing uh, how my mom used to wake me up. Uh, she only had one primary reason, apart from something else, which could, which could be anything. I know one of the major reasons she would usually wake all of us up was to wake up to prepare for school. So I kind of see God doing that even through this episode of our podcast. You know, he's trying to awaken our consciousness, you know, trying to uh, get our attention to wake up, you know, mentally, to wake up spiritually uh, for what is ahead. You know, so uh, like we read, God is calling us to arise and shine, you know, to get out of bed, just like where we read, because your light has come. So just as we wake up for work, God is waking us up for an experience. 
your light has come, uh, which sounds to me like your boss's taxi has come or is here. Uh, uh, that is a clarion call for us to wake up. So why is God interested in our waking up? Well, the answer is simple. Uh, because the answer to the darkness problem is me and you. Bible says in Matthew chapter 5, verse 14, and I read, and Jesus said, you are the light of the world. So God is calling us uh, to wake up uh, because the solution has come. Uh, the light that drives away the darkness is already here. And we need to wake up from our mental and spiritual slumber, you know, and to wake up to a new experience in Jesus. So the truth is, uh, there is so much darkness in our world today. You know, murder, demonic manipulation, witchcraft, false gods, death, sicknesses, and the list go on and on. The Bible paints a world in total darkness and the need for us to arise and shine. So let's look at our key text again. Isaiah chapter 60 from verse 2 to 3 says, See, darkness covers the earth and thick darkness over the peoples. But the, but the Lord rises upon you and his glory is over you. Nations will come to your light and kings to the brightness of your dawn. So praise God, your light has come. You know, kind of like, wake up, your taxi is here. Especially if you've just called an Uber and then you were doing something else and suddenly you just wake up to the, real, to, to, you know, to the, to the realization that, oh, my, 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 my ride is here. So you would do anything to, you know, to get out of the house and make make it out to your right. So it's kind of kind of like the same thing. So there's a there's a sense of urgency to this message at the same time. So God is calling us to wake up, to arise and shine, get out of bed, Jerusalem, because your light has come. The darkness that covers the earth and thick darkness covering the people's mind has a solution, and that solution is you. You are all it takes to conquer the darkness, and that is why God is calling us to wake up. To wake up and see the darkness around you covering the entire world. And the people too. God is calling us to get out of bed. To wake up and see that the solution lies in your hands. To clear out the darkness in our families, communities, schools, places of work and your nation. You're already equipped for this task. You are the light of the world. Always remember that. Matthew chapter 5 verse 14. You know. It says you are the light of the world. So it doesn't matter the, the darkness around you, your home, your family, your neighborhood. Just know you are the light in the dark. Okay? So we see what happens when you decide to become a light in your generation. Like we just read in Isaiah chapter 60. Nations will come to your light and kings to the brightness of your dawn. Yes, they will be drawn to you because of the light you carry. Naturally, people hate the dark because it's, it's scary and cold. So imagine being a light, warmth, and hope to this generation. People will be drawn to you because you carry what this world needs. Hope. Your light will give warmth, love, hope, and inspiration to a world already lost in darkness. Your light will bring some enlightenment and leadership to the dark areas of people's lives. No wonder the Bible prophesied that Thick darkness covers the people. And sadly, this is happening in our world today. Can you see the caliber of people coming to your brightness? Bible says kings will come to the brightness of your dawn. Meaning, leaders will come to you for leadership and direction because you are the light that guides their path in this dark, wicked, and perverse generation. I will share with you a passage in the Bible that describes how we can provide effective leadership you know, guiding nations in the right path 
and destroying the covers of darkness. The enemy loves to operate in the dark because it knows you become blind in the dark. But before you can shine as a light in the dark, you need to understand that the daily study of the Word of God is one sure way to light up your path and to light up the darkness in this world. A man driving in the dark should be concerned for his safety because he puts his life and those of his passengers at risk. You know, just recently I did a 12-hour drive from, from Calgary to Vancouver. And for some reason, we were going through uh, in between mountains, you know, mountains, you know, so tall enough to cover the moonlight. So uh, it felt kind of like scary driving in the dark, especially when, when your vehicle is the only vehicle on a lonely road. All you just have is your headlamp, <laughs> your headlights. So I, I understand what it is you know, to try to navigate your way in the dark. It is very difficult. And when Bible says you are the light of the world, you know, a light in the dark place gives some kind of solace and 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 joy because you are able to, to see your way. And in the same way, Bible says in the book of Psalm chapter 119, verse 105, and I read, it says, Your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. When you are walking through a dark place, you need a lamp or a torch to see where you're going. The passage we just read clearly shows that the Word of God is a lamp to guide us and a light for many lost to this darkness. And sincerely, the only way I know to destroy the cover of darkness is for us to feed our spirit man with the Word of God. So, if the Word of God is light, then it means our souls glow with light because we feed on the Word of God, which is that lamp to our feet and a light to our path. This powerful revelation is the reason why darkness cannot reside in a man that swallows fire daily. Because the Word of God is like fire. And we see proof of it when a prophet cried out in Jeremiah chapter 20, verse 9, and he says, But if I say, I would not mention his word or speak anymore in his name, his word is in my heart like a fire, a fire shut up in my bones. I am wary of holding it in. Indeed, I cannot. This prophet was now in trouble because the word of God had been, the word of God he had been swallowing all this time was fire that was now residing in his, in his heart. He then said it is fire shut up in his bones which goes to show how deep the Word of God can settle on your insides. The Word of God in this case replaced his bone marrows, hallelujah. His bone marrows have been replaced by the molten magma of God's Word. Yes, I'm excited. So, the Word of God can penetrate that deep and it doesn't get any deeper than that. When I said the solution to the darkness problem is me and you, I wasn't joking. The only way to beat the darkness is if we all make a decision today to swallow fire consistently. And when I say swallow fire, I'm referring to the passages we just read. It means to study, to take in the Word of God daily into your very being. The Word of God is food for your spirit man. And it is the only type of food that your spirit will respond to. And that is the fire in the Word of God. 
When you swallow fire every day, you begin to glow in the dark. You terrorize the enemy and you put fear into the prince of darkness. The one personality responsible for all the havoc happening in our families, health, finances, marriage, and the world in general. Bible says darkness covers the world and thick darkness the people. Can you see that the level of darkness upon the people is higher? Why is the enemy so hell-bent on imposing thick darkness upon the people? This attack is directed to people because the enemy wants to keep them in the dark about the potential of me and you becoming the light of this world, like Jesus declared in Matthew chapter 5. He knows the darkness gives an illusion of sleep. And when, you know, and he wants to keep you in the dark about your purpose, which is to get out of bed, to wake up, to experience, you know, knowing this Jesus. The enemy made the darkness thick because he is hoping that you have zero visibility about the potential you carry in defeating the darkness in your life. Flies never go near fire, no. Flies, they never, ever go near fire. I mean, what insect can withstand fire? This is exactly what happens when you begin to swallow fire. When you start to study the Word of God, you take into yourself certain ounces of fire. And when you do it over time, you become a large conflagration of fire burning so bright, solving the darkness problem in your life, family, and communities. All the sinful habits, they die in that fire burning on your inside, burning in your soul. This is one powerful revelation that explains how sinful habits die in the life of a growing Christian. This is the very way sickness and disease melt away in your body because of the fire you carry on your inside. And the same way chains of addictions to drug and alcohol melt away and you become free. And why is that? Because nothing can survive the heat and fire burning on the inside of you like Jeremiah. Let me share a real-life example with you, my own life. You see, I started watching pornography at a young age, up until my adulthood. So you can imagine how difficult it was to be free from the addiction of pornography. My fastings and prayers did not free me from this sinful habit. My going for countless prayer meetings and night vigils did not free me either. All the laying on of hands by holy men of God did not help me. And I stand bold today to tell you that this revelation of swallowing fire was the very thing that melted away the chains of addiction to pornography and every sinful habit I had. And I know you are listening to me now. And I know you too have addictions you want to be free from. But it can only come about by swallowing the fire in the Word of God. In other words, studying the Word of God daily. My wife last week talked about the light being your purpose, and that is so true. Because unless understanding comes, which is light, you will be walking blindly through life. And Jesus said in Matthew chapter 15, verse 14 and 8, it says, Leave them. They are blind guides. If the blind lead the blind, both will fall into a pit. When you know your purpose, you cannot be easily deceived into following the crowd. 
you stay within the boundary of your calling and you make an impact in this generation. When your path in life is very clear for you to see, you worry less about the darkness. Bible says in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 18, and I read, The path of the righteous is like the morning sun, shining ever brighter till the full light of day. For anyone listening to me today, wondering where your path in life will take you, I have just two words for you. Hold on. As long as you are in Jesus, be rest assured that he knows the path you have taken and he's working it, he's working it all out for your good. Just like where we read, your path in life will only become clearer with time, like the morning sun, shining until it reaches its maximum intensity at high noon, where the sun is at its brightness and also at its peak. Finally, I have never, ever seen a child of God being bound by the darkness. They will always come out tops. They will always be delivered. You can't stay bound because you carry the fire of God in you. You carry the fire and the word of God, just like Jeremiah cried out. I've never seen a true child of God being held down by the dark or by dark forces. The fire in the word of God, in your bones, in your soul, in your spirit, and in your life will melt away every chain, destroying every dark, sinful habit. And demons cannot go near a person on fire for God. If we do not take a stand to shine, then there is no hope for this world in darkness. God has been marking making this clarion call to arise and shine, to get out of bed for this very reason, for you to experience the light of God found in Jesus and in his word. Will you give your life to him? You see, since I gave my life to Jesus, my purpose became clearer than when I was living in darkness, which only makes sense. Because when you are living in sin, you are living in darkness, you really cannot see. Nobody sees in the dark. So how can you expect to live in your sins, living sinful lives, and expect to see in the dark and expect to understand your purpose? It doesn't work that way. You cannot expect to understand your purpose in life until you begin to see through the thick darkness imposed on us by the devil. Your life actually starts in Jesus. I have had no regrets since I gave my life to Jesus. He fills you with peace and you can walk through life knowing you have God on your side. If you want me to pray with you, please repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I come before you today. Please wash me from my sins and give me a clean slate again. I ask for the strength to serve you and to study your word. And by your grace, I will never sin again. Amen. So next week, you will be hearing another dynamic word from my wife as she shares an awesome message. And I promise you, it will be amazing as usual. Thank you and have a blessed day. bless you. And I'm sure this message has blessed you as much as it has blessed me. Please like, subscribe, share, 
and leave a comment to let me know how you've been blessed by this message. Or if you'd like to email us, you can do so by writing us at info at workinginpurpose.ca. Also, don't forget to follow our Instagram page, which is at Working in Purpose Podcast, and also share with as many as the Holy Spirit leads you to share with. God bless you, and I'll see you next week.